You're listening to In The Lead, the podcast for real estate pros looking to grow their business. Whether you're new to the business or a seasoned pro, we come to you each week with the latest technology and online strategies to help you sell more, work less, and make a difference in your community through your real estate business. The show is brought to you by Easy Agent Pro, creators of Lead Sites, the ultimate lead generation website for agents. Hey, Easy Agent Proers, Sean here, and welcome to this week's episode of the In The Lead podcast. I'm super excited because I'm sat down with Tyler Zai, and we talked a little bit about some of the internet marketing and digital marketing statistics of 2016. We talk about the fact that the internet's becoming more and more important to consumers in every area of life, including real estate buying and selling. Be sure to check out the show notes where we're going to link to the article that from the Easy Agent Pro blog where we have the different statistics and some of the info we found. So let's turn it over to my conversation with Tyler Zai. I think that when it comes to these stats, um, the most interesting thing is that people are still debating if it works or not. And the people debating if it works or not are not people who've spent a significant amount of time um, investing in these. And so you, you, can, you can debate if this works or not, and that's fine. You're just giving opportunity to the people who are in your market who aren't going to even like start that debate because they realize it's just a waste of time. Uh, we could have debated that back in 2006, but it's 2016, and everyone has a smartphone, and Google answers everyone's questions, and social media is answering more of those questions every single day. And... The reason we're all doing that is because it's really convenient. You don't have to talk to someone. Like, it, it. The best story of this is that like the number of phone calls that like the average person is making and taking compared to like the number of like text messages, Facebook messages, like slacks, uh, you know, mm-hmm. all these things that we're using instead of communication. It's just it's pointing out more and more how technology is becoming communication that whether you want, whether you think it's good, bad or whatever, it doesn't matter. It's what people are doing. Um, and, and all these stats point to that. And so the, the real opportunity then for agents is that this is how people like to communicate and like to get their information. And so if you provide it to them in that way, you're going to see leads come through. People are going to trust you because you're communicating to them in a way that they like better and it's going to help you build your business. Right, right. And and also it's something that I, I don't know if people I I'm sure they think about they they experience this, but don't really think about is how much technology has enabled this and changed this so much. So I'm looking at like your uh, very scientific graph on that post <laughs> with the yeah. color markers, yeah. and it's like landlines, cell phone calls, Google, Facebook, YouTube. Well, if you go back to 2006, there, I mean, YouTube didn't fully get launched until about 04 yep. or so. Like it wasn't even really. And people mainstream. didn't even have fast enough internet to watch the videos back then. It, it, exactly, yeah. and and I remember thinking in about 08, I was like, man, this is going to become like every agent is going to be all over YouTube. It's going to become realtor tube, and people will. It's going to kill the whole thing. And that was looking back on it, that was, I don't know, eight years ago. Yeah, like yeah. it's it's incredible to see how like like think back to like. 08, 09, 010, and it's like you're like, well, well, by this point, everyone's going to have their own app, and every you know, like, 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 literally, people said, like, well, YouTube doesn't work, be, you know, like, everyone's doing it, 
And you look back at that and it's like, it's 2016 and no one is doing it. Most likely there are, there's no one in your marketplace. I mean, that's a really broad, broad stroke. And I know that. But it's really true. Like no one in your market's probably putting out consistent videos on YouTube that actually helps their target audience. Yeah. And, and I can, I mean, it's, it's. You see a lot of these videos from the cars. I, I, w- I would be okay if people stopped taking videos from their cars. <laughs> but they <laughs> work. Gets, like I was talking, yeah. um, this Ryan guy in Raleigh, he sent me a Facebook message the other day. He's got a referral, no, a, a lead from across the country who's relocating to mm-hmm. Raleigh. And the the only reason they contacted him was because of his car video. Like, so really? the bar is not that high. Like, it's taking a selfie video with your iPhone in the car is getting people relocated. And, and it's just because people are want to get their information passively. They're not going to call every real estate agent. That's incredibly painful for people. I think in my graph there, I said, like, no one answers their phone. Like, my mom doesn't even always answer my phone anymore. Like, back in 2006, like... Everyone answered the. It was great to get phone calls. Now it just doesn't happen, and and that's the <laughs> right. cool thing about video is that you can have that that face to face communication, but the other person enjoys it better. Meanwhile, you're getting all the benefit of it. And, and, and also, like now we have we have you, we've had YouTube for a while, but now we have now we have a um, Facebook video. We have uh, we have FaceTime and Skype. We have uh, bomb bombs, you know, getting bigger and bigger all the time. So it's like it's not even like it's just YouTube or just one thing. Now there's multiple different things, and it's like everything's kind of integrating onto this uh, into this uh, device here. You know, the this smartphone that we keep with us. Um, and I was just thinking the other day, like I had a conversation with a friend on Twitter. She direct she DM'd me, direct messaged me, and we went back and forth a couple times. And honestly, it felt like I was texting. But I wasn't using any kind of text, you know, but I, I wasn't going through SMS or anything. I was literally going through Twitter and having a text conversation on Twitter. And that's not even a platform that you think of having conversations on. You think of like Slack or or, or Skype or, you know, Facebook. But like like to the to the average user, I you know, you can have a conversation on text, on Twitter, on Facebook, um, on Skype or, or, or Slack or something like that. And it doesn't even feel any difference because different because it's all coming to your phone anyway. Yep. So, yeah, and that, that technology is enabling those alter, you know, alternate forms of communication. And now it's like, you know, for real estate agents, it's like, well, you know, I don't want to be annoying by texting leads or, or whatnot. It's like, well, that's fine. Hit them up on Twitter. Hit them up on Facebook. That's it. It's, it's all going to change and shift anyway. Um, you know, we'll always have texting, we'll always have cell phones and landlines, but they doesn't mean we're always going to be using them. Yeah. I mean, even texting is getting attacked left and right. There are those, there's that WeChat and then um, there's that Google's coming out with another, another um, texting mobile app that they want to compete with just like general texting. I bet texting goes like within the next five to six years just because of all these other, other things that make it easier. Like when right. you travel, a lot of people are using like Facebook Messenger to my, – my sister's in London right now and everyone uses Facebook Messenger because it uses Wi-Fi in a better way than texting does um, so that she – she you know, she has international data but not international texting with her phone plan. So like right. all these things – like texts are, are not even like immune to being, you know, disrupted a little bit too throughout the communication thing. But I think the most – back to those stats, like, you know, just looking at them, like – 
if, if the average close rate of inbound marketing leads or organic search leads, it's like 14% compared to outbound like postcard leads being like 1%. I mean, if you think about those metrics, it's, it's really just all that's saying is that when people find you through the internet, they're 14 times more likely to do business with you than when you like cold contact them in real life. And in, in our personal lives, we can we can really see that data playing out, I think, very, very easily. And, and even these things we're talking about, about, you know, communication, just being a bit more passive and being like oh, watching a video of this guy talking about this one neighborhood in Kansas City, as opposed to calling up, you know, an agent and like having a conversation about which neighborhood I should move to. Like that, right. should, no one's doing that in 2016. They're just not calling you up to figure out what neighborhood they should move to when they're out of town relocating. That's too painful for them to do. <laughs> it's literally painful for people to do these days. It's not going to happen. Right, right. Yeah, and and um, you know, and, and also the the high amount of competition that agents face, that's something that people don't really realize. Like there's very few industries that have as much competition like kind of all around you. At the same time, most of that competition aren't taking those activities. But from the from the side of a uh, of, of a buyer or seller or someone who you know like who who for some reason doesn't know a real estate agent or you know who's looking to hire someone or make that move, like they're looking for they're just looking for someone who's going to stand out in some way or another. And that kind of goes back to that phone video of yep. Ryan. It's like you know maybe it wasn't the most you know, it wasn't the highest produced video, like most, most like best produced video. Um, but, you know, out of all the people that that person looked at, that was probably the only person who had the guts yeah. to get on camera and actually talk to them. Yep. And, you know, that person might not even, you know, maybe may or may not have even liked what he had to say. Like maybe it wasn't even what he had to say. Just the fact that they felt like they already knew him a little bit by the time it got like they met him. Um, and they're getting that kind of like halo effect just from like experiencing him. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm when I talk to an agent who has like zero photos of themselves online, it's like I, I don't know how you're going to compete. Like people want to know who they're doing business. Who you they are, want, what you look like, yeah. what you've done, even if it's not real estate. Like, like oh, I was in, in my case, I was a classical musician. Like, oh, I was a classical musician. Oh, um, you know, you can write about that stuff on a blog. You can make videos about that. You can share stuff like that on Facebook. And it's just about making making one little bit of something today and then also making one little bit of something tomorrow and just keeping up that cadence. And the way the internet works is once you have an enough of those little bits, they sort of start working together and creating um, an exponential growing effects, right? So so let's say you make one video today and then you leave it and then you come back in a month and you email me at Tyler at Easy Agent Pro and say, Tyler, that video didn't work. I'm going <laughs> to write back. Of course it didn't. Like you, you can't just make one and put it in the ocean. You have to like make an island in the ocean of your content, right? You have to make like a video and then a, and then a podcast or um, you can make a podcast. You can make a <laughs> blog that you put that video on. Um, right. There are all these ways to make it connected. And that's what people are looking for. That's why they go to Google. They're looking for blogs that answer their questions. They're looking for videos that answer their questions. They look for people that they can trust. Um, like they're, they're going to Yelp. They're going to 
Google to look for these things. Um, and, and the only way to get their attention in 2016 is by putting out this stuff that answers questions about real estate, that answers questions just about your personality. You know, if you like music, write about music and you'll, you'll start, you know, attracting that type of clientele, right? Like there are in any substantial, I know, I know if you're like in the middle of Iowa, like, you know, probably can't do this, but if you're in the middle of like a Kansas city or like Sean in Philadelphia, there's a big enough orchestral opera ballet community that you can write about the performing arts. And then those, you know, there are 2000 seats in the average, you know, center, and you're going to attract that audience and you're going to be the real estate agent for that audience. And that audience just so happens to be very wealthy. Um, right. So you're going to be well off now like this kind of touches on something you said last week which was just a paraphrase it was basically along the lines of you don't want a first blog like you're not going to get any kind of results off your first blog post you're going to get that off of your 50th blog post so like i kind of like i I look at it as and, and even like when it comes to some of these stuff like i try to think like the hardest part is to start but the most effective thing is going to be once it's already up and running. Like everyone wants a blog that's already like everyone wants to jump into a blog that people are already reading and already has content and they're just adding little things here and there. But no one wants to go through that hard, painful like I'm doing the work and I'm not seeing any results. Yep. Um, and it seemed like, you know, and, and we, we do this as well. You know, all real estate agents should blog. And people go around like, oh, you should be on Twitter. You should be blogging, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and I, I can just picture the agent who's just sitting there with a blank, um, you know, a blank uh, uh, a field. And it's just like, I don't know how to write this or what to write. And it's like, I don't say every agent needs a blog or every agent needs a place to blog. Everyone, ne- everyone needs a 10th blog post. And it's like, like if you want to succeed in blog, you need like you need to have a tenth blog post. And it's like, uh, you know, in order to get that tenth blog post, you have to write one through nine. Yep. And then you need an eleventh, a twelfth, and a thirteenth. But it's kind of like don't don't the goal isn't to start blogging. the The goal isn't to have a million blog posts. I would say like the goal is to get ten blog posts because you know, and, and there's this is just an arbitrary number. Maybe for you it's twenty one. Maybe for you it's three. But it's just that idea that once you get in there and you start putting that content up, uh, I mean, we all know that that it, it's the habit that's going to build that build that build that momentum. But just kind of saying like, I'm not writing this blog. I'm not writing this blog post because I want this. This has to be a blog post that's going to be killer and everyone's going to love it. I'm just writing this so I can get to number two, so I can get to number three, so I can get to that 10th, that 13th, that 14th. I'd love to have some sort of statistic where it says, you know, 95% of marketers by their 20th blog blog. Honestly, that doesn't exist because yeah. I think that there is a number. It's it's like two hundred. Um, it's in in your industry in your market. Um, people who have reached the two hundredth blog post uh, limit or mark, they're yeah. getting like ninety to two hundred. Like I think it was like a hundred percent more leads than everyone else in that market. Um, mm-hmm. So I'll look up the actual statistic and maybe put it on this this write up. But uh, basically, once you reach that mark, you're getting all the SEO traffic because it, it's just like like if you take a if Google is is like a flat surface, right, and you set a a bowling ball on it. And then you set a marble on it. Mm-hmm. The and then you pour some water. All the water is going to go to the bowling ball. Right. So in that analogy, the water is traffic and leads, and the size of the bowling ball is your two hundredth blog post, and the size of the marble is 
two blog posts or right. two videos or two Facebook posts, whatever you want to like, insert anything there. And so what you're trying to do is you're just making your ball bigger so that when the water comes, you get more water. Um, that, that's, the, that's a great analogy for how the game works. Um, right. And it is a game. It's largely just a game attention getting game. Um, and, and, you know, there are all sorts of things to help people. And we have tons of ways to write these blog posts, tons of ways to make it easier just by dictating stuff. By um, There are tons of ways to do it. Uh, but when it comes down to it, are you going to execute? And, and the funny thing is like the thing we're talking about right now is, is you have to do this daily and you have to practice and get, well, if you go over to, you know, Tom Ferry's podcast, or if you go over to any real estate coach, um, the Tim and Julie Harris about cold calling or anyone else about active lead generation, they're probably telling you the same thing. Um, the first time you cold call, you're probably not going to get a lead. Um, it's, it's just a fact you might, you might get lucky. Um, but you're probably not. Yeah. It's that, it's that data over time where it's like, you can't say like, well, I made, I spent three hours cold calling. I got three leads. So I must get a lead an hour or I made three hours cold calling. I got zero leads. So cold calling doesn't work whatsoever. It's like, well, you're not going to be able to get that data over doing three hours. You're going to have to put in 100 hours of cold calling before you can say, I average about you know, one, one lead for every two hours of cold calling. It's like, you need a data set. And it's very similar when it comes to, to blogging and SEO and stuff. It's like, well, that doesn't work. It's like, well, if it does, you know, like you, you can't look at someone who, did, who didn't actually do it, didn't actually put in the effort or, or only got to like blog post number four and then right. say it doesn't work. It's like, right. you know, you, you need a bigger, uh, a bigger data set. And, and with, with blogging as opposed to cold calling is when that does start to work, it's not going to be a linear uh, it's not going to be linear results. It's going to be exponential results. Yeah, I mean, just to like show, I mean, our results, like when you write your, when we wrote our first blog post, we got like maybe one lead. Right. And then <laughs> when we're writing right now, probably like two, our 250th or 275th blog post, um, you know, we're ad- averaging about like 275 blogs uh, or leads a week, um, about a thousand leads a month. Um, and, and so we, what you see there is like an exponential effect of like it actually yielding results over time, like on top of itself, where when you do something like cold calling, uh, once you spend that time, the results or the returns you can get off of that time are gone, right? You have to do the activity again to get the results. When you do something like this, you can then stop blogging or reduce your the amount that you're blogging or making videos or doing Facebook and still get the results because you've built a machine that then gets you leads, right? So we're, we're focusing here on building machine, this blog thing that lives out on the internet that people find, get to trust me and then contact me, that then helps you get more and more and more leads in your business. Well, there you have it. That's it for this week's episode of In The Lead. I want to extend a special thanks to Tyler Zai, who was able to join us for that. Uh, If you're looking for more great information on marketing your real estate business online, be sure to check out our blog at easyagentpro.com. Just click on the tab that says read the blog 
And if you're looking for a lead generating website for your real estate business, check out Lead Sites. Head over to the website and click on schedule a call and we'll be able to go through it with you to see if it works for your business. That's it for today. So be sure to subscribe in Stitcher or iTunes. And if you can, leave us an honest review. That really helps get the word out and helps support content like this.